Welcome to We Wine Podcast. We're your hosts, Maritza and Melinda. And we're here today to introduce ourselves. Today is our initial kickoff, right? Yeah. I know. I'm excited. We're excited to, you know, tell you a little bit ourselves and learn about everybody else and bring on our guests we're yeah. excited for this whole process i mean you guys have been seeing a little bit of sneak peeks on our instagram and you know thank you for the followers that follow us at we wine podcast um today we're gonna kick off just kind of how we met i think that is a funny story in itself right yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> um so I'm going to say my perspective and then <laughs> kind of, I don't think our stories will be that different, but yeah. you never know. <laughs> I mean, I think it's hysterical from the way it started. I mean, do you want to kick it off or you I'll want me start. to? All right, so, go. um, we attended the same church, um, and we both had young child. So we, they would go to the nursery while we were in church. So once the service was done, I am picking up my daughter and I said, I'm here for Mia Bella and <laughs> she's behind me and she goes, my daughter's Mia Bella. Yeah. And I look back at her like totally thought she was kidnapping my kid. Just I, so thought, you know. <laughs> I thought she was trying to claim my kid because <laughs> we thought that that name was pretty unique. Yeah. Um, I haven't I, I've heard some people have that name, but it was pretty unique. Yeah. And um, she goes, no, no, my daughter's name <laughs> is Mia Bella as well. And um, I was like, oh, OK, because I looked at her. Weird. Yeah, I think at the same time, I kind of remember them calling the name and you're like, I'm here for me. But I was like, oh, no, in my mind. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> She's taking my kid. <laughs> um, so that is the beginning. I think yes. we're on the same page. Yeah. That. All so, right. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so. From there, you know, then her name was Maritza yes. and I'm Melinda and then her husband's Johannes and my husband's Juan. Yeah. And so <laughs> the J's, the M's, the A's. Yeah, we were totally like, whoa, this is very crazy. It, her daughter's birthday's in October. My oldest daughter's in October. It, too much. Too much. We had a lot of coincidence. And I think also the time that we met, we needed each other. Oh, totally. We were basically going through some tough patches, I would yeah. say. Right. That's for another episode. Yeah. But yes, we were going through some very hard times and we definitely leaned on each yeah. other um, throughout that because yeah. we became I mean, I think it clicked like right away. Yeah. Like right away. I mean, we went to concerts. We had stuff here at the house. Oh my gosh. Like get togethers. It was just back to back. We did a lot together and our friendship build. Um, she was there for me. I was there for her. I think once day you had surgery i think that was your tonsil surgery oh probably this is guys this is why i sound like this you know besides <laughs> my coaching but like as soon as i raise my voice this is what happens so i'm sorry yeah so um <laughs> you know i came here to help her with little things here and there whatever i could and you know and vice versa you know and we just we've gone on vacation yes. together that was my <laughs> first girls trip by the way best time ever we went to puerto rico so it was oh my awesome. gosh that was in in pandemic yes guys. right right Correct. so last year right it was yes. last year yeah last year guys 
It so, was, yeah, it was about a year ago. Yeah, um, 2021. And so we went, um, you know, we just needed a break, um, everyday life, you know, with the kids and the hustle and the bustle. And I think every, also 2020 took a toll on, on everybody. everybody. Correct. Um, so we took that break. But um, let's, I guess... Let's chip away at our story. Yeah, so... <laughs> let's do that. Um, so I think if you've gone on our Instagram, you've kind of read a little bit of our introduction photos, right? Yes. But I think today we kind of want to let you in a little bit into our lives, right? Be a little bit vulnerable, let you guys understand kind of the concept of why we did this, because I think through our own individual stories, we've seen our growth. And um, I personally believe that everybody has a story, right? I really feel that the strongest people, it's because you've gone through something. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. I think that um, you don't realize, you know, or your strength when you're in your everyday life. When people tell me, oh, wow, you great job, or, you know, something like to, to that extent, I'm, I'm just like, really? I didn't do anything yeah. out of the norm. Like, I didn't do anything extraordinary. Yeah. So how about we start with, I'll start, we'll start with your story. My story. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, the background right over there, read is you came from. So I, my parents are, I'm originally born in Jersey. Um, my parents are from here. Um, my grandparents are Puerto Rican. Um, so I when my parents separated, my mom moved to Florida. So that's where I grew up. I went from pre-K, I think, pre-K four possibly, until high school. I even started college over there. One day, <laughs> my dad just, you know, we've had many conversations and um, finally he convinced me. And I said, okay, I'll move to Jersey. You know, I needed a change. I was going through a lot. And um, I said, all right, mom, let's um, move you to a one bedroom. I'm moving to Jersey. And I think it was hard for both of us. What year was that? Uh, 14 years ago. Wow. That was February of 25th. I got on a train and have not looked back. Jeez. It was hard. It was so, hard. So how old were you? I was 20. Wow. So like your full life, you just, that's it. Yep. That's it. I just got, I, I needed a change and I needed, I think that base, like somewhere to go. Right. Mm. Um, my dad didn't want me living on my own. Um, I was going to move in with a roommate and get my own apartment, but he felt like I was still too young, you know, the Hispanic culture. Oh yeah. And they don't want you living on your own so young. So I said, okay. And I moved, I lived with my dad, um, and his wife and the kids, my siblings, and I slept on the couch for a couple months and then he realized I was here to stay. <laughs> 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 she's not going anywhere um, she's not going anywhere <laughs> she's still here um so he made me a room and um i was there until i left my house with um my now husband um and i was pregnant um so my now daughter so yeah. that's that's that so that's i've been here i haven't gone back and it wasn't easy but what um, do you think the biggest change for you right i mean 
coming from, right? Warm weather to cold weather to like different attitudes because I feel like the South is more laid back. Like Puerto Rico, people Super are just laid more back. laid back and here everyone's like, go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah, that was a struggle for me. Um, but I, I learned. Like it was funny because I remember in the beginning stages of that, um, my... We went to New York City to visit my aunt with my mom and my cousin. So we took the train. I was like, all right, let's take the train. I know how to get there. And my mom, at the end of when we already got to my aunt's house, she's like, wow, you didn't even flinch. Like, you were just like, all right, let's go. Let's go. The hustle and bustle. And and I was just like, yeah, because they can't see that you don't know where you like you're. Yeah. You don't know where you're going. You don't, you can't look at signs like that. You have to just go because yeah. that New York, you know, but I'm still super laid back. That person yeah. is still there. I agree. And um, I'm, that's just my personality. I don't think that's ever going to change. I think I belong on the beach. Oh, um, I got to convince my husband, Juan, if you're listening, yeah. please, <laughs> you know. Um, Let's convince them both. <laughs> <laughs> Let's convince them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's my story. I, you know, I graduated college while, you know, having my daughter. That's another thing. Yeah. Um, it wasn't easy. I just pushed myself. Nothing was handed to you. You had to work for everything you have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I have great parents. I do. Um, they support me. But it, no, not handed. Yeah. I mean, not because they didn't want to or anything. I think it's just that, you know, they, they're, they, where they come from, it's just like generation. They, you give a little more and they gave me whatever they could and the best that they could. And yeah. And I, I love them for that. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. See? Your story's so sweet. I feel like mine is going to come in like a tornado. Well, I also, I also, like, I don't know. I just, it, that that goes again. I think Maritza knows obviously a lot deeper yeah, and a lot yeah. more. And um, I just like to just code it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, <laughs> you know, she, just, she likes to, to make it smooth. Make exactly. it, I will say probably in this, I'll probably be the more vulnerable one and you're the more guarded one. It, definitely yeah which which i think it'll make for good episodes right because it's gonna be like tug of war me poking her you guys won't see that but i'll be like come on talk say this <laughs> yeah i i i think that that is our personality yes. though i am a little more guarded and yep. um marissa will just spill her beans i think I, i'm also an open book if you, you ask i'll yes i'll tell you yes um i will walk into a room with strangers and by the end of the night know everybody i'll be like you'll find me talking to all everyone yeah that's my personality but Maritza's story. That, um, Maritza, Maritza's a warrior. Thank you. She, I appreciate that. She really is. And um, I admire you. Oh, thank you. So thank you. Let's, um, <laughs> let's tell them where you are from, your yes. childhood. and. Yeah. So, I mean, I actually graduated high school in Bergenfield, but I call myself the Tri-State Kid. Um, we started in New York, went to New Haven, Connecticut and nothing against New Haven, but that was probably like my most traumatizing years of life. Um, oh, man. <laughs> we probably saw more gunshots and more like gangster stuff in Connecticut yeah. than in New York city, which is crazy. I mean, just like a little background guys. My parents bought a new house in New Haven, Connecticut. We unpack 
right? <laughs> First day there, a rock is thrown through our window. Oh, your dad did tell me some of yeah. these stories. And I like did. my mom flipped that and she's like, that's it. Pack it up. We're going back <laughs> to the Bronx. Like it was insane. Like if anybody knows the show Cops, like, you know, with that bad boys, bad boys. Remember that, guys? Well, I, I personally <laughs> yeah. like lived it. Like oh, it man. was like, I remember one time. Now, meanwhile, guys, I was, I think I was eight till about like 12 years old when we lived in New Haven, Connecticut. So like. That's like young, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like my brother was older. He's three years older. My parents, God bless them. They really, they made sure we didn't go to public school. <laughs> like they put us in schools yeah. where I was the darkest person. Okay. Oh, wow. Exactly. Like that was like <laughs> insane. Like my brother went to a private school. I went to a private school. But when the bus dropped us off, we were like full blown Olympic runners getting to our house, like sprinting because it was that dangerous. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, we were blessed when relocated to New Jersey, you know, but I mean, my dad was so funny. He tells us a story that, um, the people buying the house were short money. <laughs> my dad was like, no, 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 I got you. I got you. I'll, I'll give you the money. It's good. It's good. Like, just, I, I need to get out of here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He did say how bad he wanted to get out of the house. <laughs> he was like, let's go. I mean, guys, uh, another episode I'll share, but like, if you ever watch like, you know, cops, just know that I lived it, okay? <laughs> um, we moved to Bergenfield when I was 12. And uh, so I started like seventh grade, right? That's like that middle school awkward. Oh, man. You know, everybody knows everyone except me. I'm the new kid. And, um, you know, I've always been a natural athlete. So I just got myself involved in like sports and keeping myself busy. Um, and then I'll never forget age 15. Uh -oh. I saw the Marines come into my high school and they did like this whole full blown like gym class. I was so amped, came home. I literally, I'm like, mom, I know what I want to do. This and this and that. My mom looked at me. She's like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ma, I want to be a Marine. She was like, oh, no, you not. <laughs> oh, my mom wanted me to be a Marine. Oh, you see? Look at see, your mom would have high five me. Mom was like, nope. <laughs> No, no. I was like, oh, no, I'm not going into yeah. the military. No, my mom anyway. was like, nope, nope, nope. And she made like a deal. She's like, all right, if you don't play sports in college, I'll sign for you. Ooh. So I was like, all right, moms are not dumb. Of course. Right. I play and I got scouted for Western Connecticut. Uh oh. Right. Okay. I did softball, volleyball. But then here I am. I'll never forget my grandmother before she passed away. May she rest in peace said to me, Maritza, live your life for you. Mm. She said, your parents are building their lives for them. She goes, one day they're not going to be here. And if you follow the dreams they want for you, you'll never be happy. Wow. That's a gem. I know. That's I a gem. So, Thank you, Grandma. Yeah. That was a gem. So she is. legit lit the fire in me. And I was 18. And in my <laughs> spring break... I went to the recruiter's office, signed myself up. Wow. But of course, I was 18 already, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like chicken of my mom. 18 year old, but I was like, mm. I don't care how old you are. Yes. Um, still to this day, she still scares me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Love her, but she still scares your me. Your parents scare you to <laughs> some extent. Right. And I remember, like, I signed up, and it was uh, May of 99. 
And uh, I waited like two days before I was leaving for boot camp <laughs> to tell my parents because oh I was so God. scared. I was like, um, so by the way, I, I leave in two days to boot camp. And I remember the recruiter came to the house and my dad kicked him out. It was insane. <laughs> but they couldn't do anything because I was of age, right? Yeah. So I joined and it was, you know, for me, I had a plan. Like I was yeah. like, my vision was, all right, I'll do the Marine Corps. I wanted to do like um, either FBI or DEA. Wow. Like those were my goals. I was like, this is where I'm going to do. This is my plan. Like, and I was doing fine. This also speaks to the difference between Maritza and I, <laughs> because Maritza likes structure. Oh, yeah. And I'm by fly by the seat of your pants kind of gal. Like, I'm very free spirited. I mean, so is she to an extent, yeah. but she needs structure. Yes. Like, I need times. Like, <laughs> she yeah. knows what she wants. She knows what she's doing. She knows where she's getting it. And we work, we work well oh, because 100%. of this. Yeah. Because. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So, like, I just remember, like, so I, you know, like, fast forward, I joined the Corps. Everybody knows 9 11. Yeah. And, um, you know, for me, that is probably when I officially grew up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, when that happened, our unit got called there. So I was part of search and rescue. I think that's the first time I ever saw, like, death, you know? Wow. Um, and I'll never forget because it was, you know, in the city. And our, if anybody knows Jersey, like, Bergenfield is right over the George Washington Bridge. So maybe you're Very talking about, like, close. yeah, like, maybe 15, 20 minutes, give or take, you know? And I remember my mom was teaching in Teaneck High School, and um, I had to be there maybe already over 24 hours. It was, like, close to, we were peaking, like, 30-something hours, me working straight. And they had set up somewhere for us to stay, but, you know, I'm not going to lie, the little kid in me wanted to go home, because yeah. I knew my parents' house was there, but I had no keys, no nothing. So mm -hmm. I spoke to, like, an NYPD person, they allowed me to come. They drove me over the bridge, and I'll never forget, guys, I was filled with soot, like white soot. Like, if you ever seen Independence Day, the movie, like, that's what I looked like. Yeah. Like, that's what that place looked like, but I was, like, it was bad. If you see pictures, that's pretty much, like, what I looked like walking with the, you know, with the police. And then um, we get to Jersey, and I tell the cop, like, hey, uh, I don't have keys. My mom works at Teaneck High School. And now imagine, like, I'm in a daze. I roll up to this high school. They open up the door to me and I look like I just came from war. Essentially. Yeah. I walked and my poor mom had no idea where I was. Nothing. So all she remembers is like me walking in her classroom filled with all this, just asking her for her keys. That's it. She has no, she had no idea where I was. She didn't know I was part of nine 11, like search and rescue. Wow. Like she gave me her keys. She like started crying and I remember stopping her. Like I'm good. I just need the keys. Like, <laughs> I just want a, a shower. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I, I had enough time to get to her house because then I, I forgot what department picked me up. I was showered. I maybe, I don't even think I ate. I just showered. I washed my camis, put them on again, and I was back. Wow. And I think I, that ran for that for like a whole month. And then, you know, our unit got sent to Afghan. I came home. I was good in the mix of it all. I was about to get out of the Marine Corps um, until, like, I got called to be a cop. Yeah. And then I was a cop in Rockland County, like, doing undercover stuff, you know? Wow. 
and uh, probably one of the best moments of my life because I felt like I was in like a TV show. Like that's my mentality, right? <laughs> like when there's action, I'm like, ooh, new episode. It's funny because sometimes if you ask lawyers, what made you become a lawyer? Yeah. And they're just like, oh, law and order. Like, or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a, a judge Judy or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They, they say- You this, feel like it. Like Listen, a show. Like, because you feel like all kidding aside, when I was in boot camp, every day I was like, oh, new episode. Let's see. Like, <laughs> like, what's the challenge today? And like, for me, my drill instructors were my competitors. Like, yeah. I would look at them and I'm like, I'm going to be as fast as you. I'm going to be as strong as you. Like, that was my mentality. So like, yeah, you go through crap, but I think it's the personality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like my personality was kind of like, eh, it is what it is. It's, you know, it's a season. We got to get through it. You know what I mean? Let me be the best. Let me push through this. And that that's what it is, right? Yeah. So even through these challenges, you know, like long story short, like we got sent overseas after that. You know, I was already on the job, got called again, went overseas to Iraq. And uh, unfortunately, you know, I can't share too much, but I did get injured. Um, I have metal in my wrist, my spine, my shoulder. Um, see what I mean, guys? <laughs> like this woman is like bionic woman. That was <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I, I she has nine lives, maybe a yeah, little more yeah, than nine I, lives. I, I will share with you guys that uh, there was a point where I lost consciousness, and um, I guess they were going to tell my parents. Like it was done, you know, and, um, I came to, you know, but I think my biggest struggle was adjusting back to life when I came back home, adjusting to the fact that my left hand no longer moves like my wrist. I have no up and down motion yeah. side to side, like, but in it all, like my mentality was like, cool. So now what I need to do It's kind of like, how do I adjust to this? You know? And uh, believe it or not, guys, I actually ended up playing volleyball for Puerto Rico. Wow. Like with my hand like this, I hid it from the coaches. Like I got on the team, you know what I mean? Just, just secretly hiding it. Like if you guys know the sport shirts that have the, the hide the, the thumb, <laughs> you know, so it hid my scar and I went and I played for Puerto Rico and I already had my first daughter, you know, like I just, I guess my mentality is keep going, right? Yeah. If like one wall is put up, I like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to hurdle this wall and keep going. Yeah. You know, and I think um, my biggest struggle, right? So I had uh, double back surgery, spine surgery. So my spine is fused, guys. But if you see me, you would never know. You would never. Like, I, I you know, I still, I stay fit. I work out, like you know, I coach volleyball. Like I shared my story with the boys that I coach and the girls that I coach. And, you know, it's kind of cool because I inspire them. Like I kind of try to tell them like, listen, there's no limits. Like you're going to get roadblocks, but there's no limits. You know what I mean? And I think that's how I perceive my life right now. You yeah. know, like, yes, I live in pain 24 seven, you know what I'm saying? But I will never show you that I'm in pain. One, because I have my three girls who watch me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not, I'm not teaching them like never show pain, but I'm teaching them like work through it. Yeah. You, you know, I, I can tell you that in the time, <laughs> in the years that I've known you, um, you know, you, she just keeps going. Like she is <laughs> like surgery after surgery or, you know, she's back up like nothing. I know that, 
maybe we won't talk for a month or two or you know because friends we we have our own things right yeah, we yeah. go up and we go down and yeah, we're yeah, like yeah. you know so and, and not between us but i'm just saying life, like our life life, yeah, life yeah, yeah. in general yep. but um she i come over one day for something that she was having at her house and she's like Oh yeah, so um I had to get this done. Like she just had so much going on health wise, but she seemed <laughs> perfectly fine and she was running around and I was just like, Are you okay, Jean? No, I'm fine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, Oh. Yeah. And it, like she gives this aura of like, don't even worry about me, I'll be good. Yeah. Kind yeah, of yeah. like, you know. Yeah. And I mean that's the thing, right? Like there's two ways, right? I have I've learned in my life, right? You can't control what happens. The only yeah. thing you can control is how you react, right? So if I react scared or sad or anxious, then I'm only causing like more damage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I choose to react like, okay, this is happening, but it's not the end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this too shall pass. Like I can get over it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think that's for me, Probably my biggest obstacle was my first spine surgery where they told me I was never going to walk. And yet she runs every morning. And correct. (laughs) Like that's for another episode where we'll talk about that story. But I mean, if anyone right now is struggling, right? um, I want to say mental illness, physical, um, anything, right? Because life is hard and you get attacked. There's attack after attack after attack, you know? I just want to give you hope to continue, right? Like, this is not the end of your story, right? No. Like, at the end, you have your pen and you rewrite it. You know what I'm saying? So you choose, right, how I've been saying, like, choose how you want to react. Yeah, know? I think that, like you said, you were you said that it was a little guard. It's just you don't want to focus on those negative things. Um, and you don't want to focus on the difficult times. Yeah. It's a part of your story. Um, but it's what, what can I do to move forward? What can I do to make my life better? It doesn't define you. Exactly. It just, it was something that happened and you continue. Yeah. I mean, literally like I know life is hard. Right. It, it, it can get hard. You could feel overwhelmed, especially being like women, right? Being wives, moms, sisters, daughters, like friends, whatever the case may be. But one, if you're struggling, struggling, ask for help. Like, Absolutely. you know what I mean? Don't keep it to yourself. Don't try to be a superhero. Like, if I need the help, I will ask. Like, I'm not a- ashamed of it. You know, when I learned that, when? After I had my daughter, mm. I. I learned it was very hard for me to ask for help. Mm. And um, after having her, I remember everybody wanted to help with her. I didn't (laughs) want you to help with her. I want help with other things. And I learned, you know, hey, you know what? I don't got it. I don't have that. And I think especially for my husband, right? Because I've always said, I got it. Yeah. Or But now he's probably like, all right, can you get it again? Because now (laughs) I'm like, here, do this, do that. Yeah, no. But definitely ask for help. Yeah. You need need it. And it's it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to ask for help. Like, it doesn't take away from who you are. You know what I mean? And I've learned this, I think, recently. It was funny talking with my brother. So I would tell him I would feel guilty seeing my husband like clean right this is so weird 
I would see him clean or doing something and I'd be like, is it because he thinks I'm not doing it good enough? Uh. And like talking to my brother, my brother was like, no, I think our, because my mom did everything, right? Mm-hmm. Everything, everything, everything. So then growing up, like you, you get that, oh no, I got to do it. I got to do it all, right? But I've learned now, I'm like, I don't know, like it's just he genuinely wants to help. Yeah. And I've had to learn to be like, okay, yes, please help me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, let, it, pl- let go. Please. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. Like, I appreciate it now. But in the beginning of our marriage, it was a struggle. Yeah. Like, it was like me in my mind, like, you're judging me. Like, you think I'm not doing this good enough. Cause, you know, I'm like the one of those, like, I gotta get it right. <laughs> I need to do this right. <laughs> so I'm like, are you judging me cleaning? But it wasn't even that. It was just like, he would look at me like, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> And I'm like, are you though? Like, <laughs> are you? Me lo vas a sacar en cara. Are you yeah, going to yeah, take yeah, it out yeah, of my yeah, face? Yeah, like I was just like, I don't get this. Like, don't be expecting me out there, you know, doing chopping trees or something. I don't know how this works, but. <laughs> but yeah, that just, you know, goes to show like, you know, we are not our past. Mm-hmm. We are not our parents. No. We, we have to. So I heard something somewhere. It said. Don't live the life your parents want you to live, wanted you to live. Live the life you want your kids to live. Right. Right. And um, whoever said that, you can Thank have you. the credit. <laughs> but thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, but it's true. Like, be the people that you, be the parents, be the mom, be the, you know, I guess us as mom, yeah. because we're women yeah. and our, we have girls. Be the person you want your daughter to be. Exactly. I mean, with this episode, we kind of hope that our stories, even though they're like different, very different, you know, but I hope it touched somebody out there who is, you know, kind of going through something that you can hear in us. Like if you changed and relocated, Melinda's story may have touched you. You know yeah. what I mean? If you're physically going through something, my story might yeah. have touched you. You know, I just want you guys to know that we're here for you. Um, we're here to support you, give you inspiration Feel free to message us. Yeah. Feel free to questions, um, anything, questions. guys. Yeah, we, we're open books. We are. We are. Like we um, really are. <laughs> or give us ideas for episodes too. Yeah, you we'll, know, we're here to help and inspire. Um, and we hope you follow us on this journey. We yes. really um, enjoy. We appreciate you guys and look forward to more episodes. Yeah. So thank you for joining us and. Make sure you guys like and subscribe and follow us. Yes, thank you.